Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Brian Smith, who's Global Product Manager at Blue Jay Solutions. And today we're going to talk about weathering the COVID-19 crisis, the role of market intelligence and transportation management systems. Now, transportation professionals are used to you know, managing exceptions and dealing with the ebbs and flow of the transportation market. But, you know, to borrow a phrase from the movie uh, Spinal Tap, uh, the current COVID-19 crisis turns the dial to 11. So how are shippers uh, weathering this current crisis? How are they leveraging market intelligence and technology like transportation management systems to respond effectively to the challenges that they face? Well, that, those are going to be the main questions we're going to address in today's episode. And it's great to have Bryant on the program to share his insights and advice on this topic. So, Bryant, welcome to the program. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. Well, Brian, you know, we've had many of your colleagues there at Blue Jay on, on Talking Logistics over the years. Uh, you're a first time, uh, you know, guest here. And like I always like to do before we dive into the topic, I'd uh, love to learn a little bit about your background, you know, uh, uh, about your career path, how and why you got involved in this crazy industry that we're in, supply chain logistics, um, and what your current role and responsibilities are there at, at Blue Jay. So why don't you just briefly tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I've been with Blue Jay going on nine years now. I've served a, a number of different roles. I first started in our logistics as a service group where I helped customers manage their transportation while utilizing our TMS, helping out roll out standard operating procedures, best practices, and driving out costs in their supply chain. And then I moved into our professional services group where I helped customers implement the TMS within their organizations. Again, helping drive best practices, how to use, set up, and administer the TMS, uh, as well as working with the customers start to finish, uh, including go-live go support. I then moved into product management, where now I'm responsible for the strategic roadmap of our TMS. I'm working closely with end users and stakeholders to really understand those business problems that uh, they're encountering on a daily basis. Uh, but we're also working with industry analysts such as yourself to really get a pulse on the market and anticipating those future needs of the customers. So kind of all folding that into uh, our roadmap today. Great. Well, not nine years, a lot has changed in nine years. So like, like I said in my opening comments, a lot of ebbs and flows in, in the market over the past nine, nine years. And I'm sure that you know, right now, you know, as, as you're working with clients, uh, again, facing uh, another challenge, um, you know, I think it's safe to say that, you know, the, the transportation market that we find ourselves in today due to the COVID-19 pandemic is certainly not what shippers and, and carriers expected last fall as they were putting their, their plans and their budgets together for, for this year. So, you know, based on your conversations with clients and, and you know, the, the community out there, I mean, how are, how are shippers weathering this, this current, you know, crisis? I mean, what changes or adjustments are, are they having to make? Yeah, this is undoubtedly challenging. Uh, it's putting a lot of demand on the supply chain in almost every facet. Uh, but to really answer your question, I look at it based on different verticals. Different verticals are experiencing different challenges. Uh, for example, some of our automotive customers, you know, they're seeing a decline in production and distribution. Consumers are not going and buying cars right now. You know, factory workers are being furloughed and sent home. Dealerships are closed down to the public. So, you know, that just-in-time model that we typically see within the autom 
automotive space is allowing them to flex up and down with their inventory levels rather rapidly. Um, and you know, TMS can help them enable that uh, to support not only the inbound of raw materials, but also the outbound of finished goods. But another, on the other side of the spectrum would be consumer packaged goods, right? You're probably walking through uh, the grocery store right now and you're expecting uh, to buy toilet paper or hand sanitizer or non-perishable goods uh, with long shelf life. Uh, those products are flying off the shelves right now. It's hard to, to keep up with the demand. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of our CPG customers manufacturing around the clock. They're trying to keep up with the demand. Um, they're expanding their carrier networks. They're running procurement events to add carrier capacity to their network uh, to keep their products moving. And we've seen them increase their shipping and receiving hours. You know, they implemented drop lot programs so that they can continue to move their products. But where we've seen customers be probably the most successful are the ones that are agile or creative uh, with their supply chains. So uh, we have an office manufacturer uh, who, uh, office furniture manufacturer typically makes chairs and tables and so on and so forth. They're repurposing some of their equipment to make uh, hospital furniture and helping out different government agencies and, and things like that. So, um, you know, it's really challenging for, for folks that we're seeing today, but um, you know, we're seeing really innovation come through uh, amongst this crisis uh, so we can help meet the supply and demand. Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of nicely summarized what I've been seeing as well. I mean, I think I've been characterizing it as feast or famine, right? I mean, I think in you know one extreme, it's you know things are completely shut down, and you know a lot of the you know from a transportation standpoint, a lot of the capacity that normally would have been uh, used, uh, you know, to support those supply chains are basically you know shut down right now. Um, but then you've got you know, what's happening in grocery and medical equipment and, and other areas where there are e-commerce and home delivery, you know, that are experiencing, you know, a huge surges in demand, right? So there, the need for capacity there is, is through the roof. And as we all know, transportation has this kind of, you try to create this synchronization and, and balance of capacity and supply, and, you know, demand and supply. And because of this two extremes that you're seeing, it's throwing that balance, you know, off kilter, right? Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, from a technology standpoint, obviously TMS is something that's critically important for shippers to manage the day-to-day -day operations during quote unquote normal times. Um, it's, it's arguably essential right now to try to even navigate through all this uncertainty and, and surges in demand uh, or just trying to, whatever business you have, try to keep it running efficiently. I mean, how, how are shippers using the TMS uh, to respond effectively to the different challenges that they're facing and, and what are, which capabilities are proving to be the most important right now? Yeah, so talking to end users, stakeholders, folks within our logistics as a service group, you know, we're trying to understand you know, what parts of the TMS are really helping during this crisis. And it really boils down to three categories. Uh, the first one being visibility, the next one being automation, and the last one being networking. So let me talk about visibility for a second. We've introduced uh, a new feature called Spot Finder, where we're collecting the data that's moving through our ecosystem. And a shipper who is having trouble 
uh, finding capacity to move their freight can use Spot Finder, enter in a point of interest when this product needs to be picked up and defining a radius for searching. And we can provide that shipper with insights into where is there a potential capacity located during that with that point of interest. So now shippers are leveraging that functionality to keep their product moving and finding new opportunities that they didn't have access to before. So that's been a really beneficial feature uh, for our shipper base. We're also seeing high levels of tracking, right? Um, you know, to better manage your inventory levels and better manage your production levels, you need to have that visibility and tracking into the inbound supply chain into your facilities. So you're working with your, your tracking providers, your carriers to, to better understand when am I going to get my raw materials so that I can continue to, to meet this demand. But also you're working with your customers, right? Uh, Want to have full line of sight into when inventory can be replenished at a distribution center or working with your, your customers at retail stores to make sure that uh, they can keep their products on shelves. So we've seen a, an uptick in, in visibility absolutely uh, during this time. But also we've seen an uptick in automation, right? So you're essentially increasing your volumes, but you're still maintaining the same labor force. So how do we support the increase in demand with the resources that we have? So we've seen a lot of automation uh, pick up, whether that's automated appointment scheduling or advanced optimization or consolidation opportunities to help keep those costs lower. So we've seen a lot of automation pick up during this time as well. But also networking, that's kind of our last topic here is, um, you know, we've always uh, made it a point to work with our customers to be a shipper of choice. You know, when capacity gets tight like this, uh, carriers are selective on who they work with, not only from a pricing standpoint, but from a relationship standpoint as well. So, you know, continue to maintain those great relationships that you have with your carrier base, with your partners, uh, so that you can be as efficient as possible because, you know, there's only so much capacity to go around. So want to make sure that you're networking with your carriers, you're networking with your partners and uh, keeping those relationships strong. No, a, lot, a lot of great points there. And I think, you know, the, we always talk a lot, you know, TMS is not new. It's been around for, for, for decades, right? And I think the value proposition of a TMS is, is pretty well known, but it, it certainly proves itself, you know, in, in times like this, in terms of having that visibility, as you talked about, in terms of being able to find capacity, you know, when you need it in a more efficient and, and faster way. Um, and then, you know, when you talk about the, the whole network effect there and the ability to um, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's about relationships and how do you leverage this technology, um, you know, to keep those relationships uh, uh, intact and, you know, being productive to, to together navigate, you know, as, as a shipper and carriers, you know, through, through what's happening out there in, in the marketplace. Um, you know, one of the other things uh, that I think is, is important here is beyond the technology is, is kind of data and, and business intelligence and market, market intelligence. I mean, uh, certainly over the past few years and, and previous episodes and, and blog posts. I mean, we've talked about the importance of using market intelligence and benchmarking data, uh, you know, to stay informed of, of market conditions and, and to be able to respond effectively to, you know, to changes. Uh, you know, in your case, I mean, you have your, your freight market index and your blue decks rate index. I mean, how are shippers using, you know, this data to respond to this crisis? Can, can you give some, uh, an example of, of some of the insights provided? 
Yeah, so as you know, we have a single instance multi-tenant TMS, and we have a lot of transaction moving through the ecosystem today. So we're able to aggregate that data to provide insights back to our shippers through our freight market index. And seen here, you know, we've seen a lot of activity moving through the spot market uh, the last couple of weeks here. We've seen spot market usage go up 17% from last month and 22% year over year. So it is uh, a very important time to, to not only secure capacity, but secure capacity at the right rate. So by using the tools that we have within um, the TMS, whether that be Spot Finder and helping identify capacity, or whether they're leveraging Blue Decks to ensure that the rates that they're procuring from their carriers are in line with market, it's those tools that are helping these shippers get through this difficult time. We want to make sure that not only capacity is secured, but also secured at the right rate. So when they're using Blue Decks, they're really gauging their performance against the rest of the market. So is, is the rate that I'm returning from the carrier too high or too low, or is it within acceptable tolerances that I have for my business and my organization? But coupled with that, We've seen a lot of shippers adding new suppliers to their network. Their current supply network is not enough to keep up with demand. So they've had to add additional suppliers to their network. And when adding additional suppliers to your network, you're adding new lanes, which means you need to add new carriers and add new capacity. So these tools and these data sets help to ensure that the rates and the carriers and the capacity that you're procuring is in line with market. That's on the inbound side. On the outbound side, you're where you typically move to a distribution center. Some customers are being forced to move right to retail and bypass DCs because they need to get the product on the shelf faster and they don't have the luxury of running through a warehouse or a distribution center. So now that they're running the product directly to customer, again, that's a new lane, that's a new rate, and that's a new carrier that they need to uh, help drive that. So with all these tools that we provide in the toolbox, it's really helping shippers, again, manage their upstream and downstream supply chains uh, within their organization. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think it's great. I mean, when you look at, um, you know, like the saying goes, a picture's worth a thousand words, right? And, uh, you know, and God, we trust all others bring data, right? And I think when you see that kind of that data and you see, I talked about the ebbs and flow. I mean, I think those, those charts really show the kind of the ebbs and flow of the market over even on a quarterly basis, uh, things like, you know, on-time uh, pickups or tender acceptance rate, when you start seeing movement in those directions and spot market rates, uh, I mean, it's telling you something, right? And it's telling you, you know, how, you know, directionally how the market is changing. And, and that should be something that from a continuous improvement standpoint, you know, shippers ought to be looking at because, uh, you, you know, what I always tell folks is, you, you know, particularly when you do your, you know, contracts, right? Or, uh, you know, your bidding process, you know, things change very quickly in this market. And, you know, the reality back in December, October, September timeframe is no longer the reality, you know, today. So really understanding what the current reality is and how things are moving and what direction they're moving in, um, you know, is critically important so that you can, you know, adjust accordingly uh, to uh, as best as possible, you know, balance costs and service and, and risk, which is the, you know, what, what every transportation professional is trying to do, you know, day in and day out. 
Um, well, well, Brian, I mean, we're uh, running a little bit short on time here. So just as, as a way to wrap up, I mean, um, you know, what, what advice would you give to shippers uh, as they continue to navigate through this crisis? Yeah, so my advice would be use the tool and data that, are, that is at your fingertips. You know, you have your TMS, you have your partnerships, you have your carriers, you have your data in the ecosystem. Use that information to help make better decisions. Obviously, we're in a very tight market right now. Product needs to move, but you can still use data points to help make the correct decision. So although rates may be a little bit higher than usual or capacity might be a little tighter than usual, you can still use these data points to help make the best decision for your organization. And again, continue to use those uh, shipper of choice methodology. You wanna make sure you're maintaining those relationships with your carriers, those partners, those service providers that you're working with today, but also use the robust technologies that you have at your fingertips, whether that's automation, whether that's advanced appointment scheduling, uh, things of that nature to help ease the workload with the increase in volume that you're experiencing today. So Blue Jay wants to, to give back, right? We want to help our customers and our non-customers alike. So what we're going to do, uh, we're going to offer our freight market index, our Blue Dex benchmark rating, and our spot finder tool that I uh, mentioned earlier in the conversation we're gonna offer those tools available for our customers for free for 90 days. Again, we wanna make these available, have these customers use these data points, use these technologies to help weather the storm. Uh, I would just encourage those folks uh, that are interested in uh, those features to reach out to your account manager to, to gain access. Uh, for those that are, are not customers today, you know, feel free to uh, uh, shoot a message over on our website. We'll be happy to answer your inquiry. Uh, but lastly, I just want to say uh, thank you for all those essential workers, the, the trunky companies, the truck drivers, uh, the folks that are stocking shelves in grocery stores, the folks that are working in, in hospitals, uh, helping in the healthcare industry. You know, really thank you for uh, all that you do and, and uh, helping our economy not only stay afloat, but keeping people uh, safe and healthy. So stay safe, wash your hands and observe social distancing you know we'll get through this together uh, absolutely and great great comment there um you know absolutely i think one of the things that that uplifting during this challenging time is to see the industry coming together um and particularly you know the logistics community whether it's uh, like you said the truck drivers or trucking companies the people in the warehouses and distribution centers that are really keeping the economy moving despite all the challenges we're having in the economy i mean it would be much worse you know, if these folks weren't out there uh, providing the essentials that, that we all need in terms of food and medicine and, and taking care of those that are sick and, and so forth. And, um, you know, certainly in terms of, you know, helping to provide some of the data and, and visibility to help shippers navigate through this is also, uh, you know, uh, in, important. So, uh, Brian, again, thank you for making the time to be with us. Uh, some great insights and advice on, on this uh, ever-changing and, and evolving topic. And uh, look forward to, you know, speaking with you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Thanks, Adrian. It was my pleasure and looking forward to chatting again. Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us. If you're watching this episode um, on demand, either at the Blue Jay website or on Talking Logistics, and you've got a question or a comment from Brian, you can post it there and I'm sure he'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.